Guys and girls, welcome to episode 83 of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast. Uh, my name is Lars, I'm the person who presses record and hosts this shit, uh, with my long-suffering co-host, Dolph. Hello, hello. We've also got Star. Hello. And Bob. Hello. We're all slightly lethargic today. I don't know if it's the weather or, or what, but we're a little bit yawny. <laughs> so tough. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I am in my pajamas. Nice. I'm just in a pair of shorts. I'm fully dressed. I only get undressed when I go to bed. Um. I'm gonna say I, there's a reason why I'm feeling a little bit tired, other than the weather, but. We'll get into that as we go along. Um, Dolph, how are how are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, doing good. Good, good. Kind of the show is over there. Okay. Yeah. Although that said, it's also not the best kind of atmosphere with the restrictions still in place. Hmm. Well, by next podcast, um, it should have been released. So we should be back to some kind of uh, normal working routine for both me and Dolph and all the other bar staff in the world, uh, well, Britain at least, um, just because of the fact that we're doing like extra. And it's a case of, we don't get paid any extra, we just get to keep our jobs. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So while um, we're... Uh, getting there it's like there's there's the horizon and we can see it now which is hopefully. good hopefully hopefully so he's not an oasis in a fucking mirage before better fucking like, not be <laughs> but the, the thing like i said is it, at the time of recordings it's five five days before this happens and um there's not been any rumors of delaying it again so I think it's going through this time because last time, two weeks beforehand, we got rumors of them delaying it, mm. and they didn't this time. No rumors no. have come up. So, um, Star, how you doing? No. <laughs> Thumbs up in one word. Way nice. And Bob's, how are you? Uh, apart from being shattered, I am fine. Cool. Cool. It's okay. Mm. Hey, uh, so the Euro final was last week uh, on Sunday, as we record this, on the Wednesday. We are a week late, but that was because we had fuck all to talk about last week. So uh, we made the executive decision to push it back a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the Euros happened. Uh, England got to the finals, went out on penalties. Which is the best they've done since the World Cup in 1966. They've also now claimed the fastest goal in the European uh, Cup. So, lol, get fucked everyone else. And Italy are cheating fucking scumbags. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm not a football person. I'm not a football but person. But even I could see they were cheating fucking Oh, bastards. yeah. The, apparently there's, uh, from what the ex-wife said, who she's more football than I am, when she was dropping off some stuff for the boy, she was like, 
you know, there was like one of their players that shouldn't even been on the field because of the yellow cards he had. Yeah. yeah. And apparently we could kick off about that and get, either get a replay or uh, a disqualification because they shouldn't have had that person on the field. And they knew yep. about it. There's an issue um, going on now about um, having the England instantly um, game redone. Mm. Mm. I'll tell you one thing. Everyone in the England squad will want it harder if they have to play again. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. It was when the, I don't know what his name is, the Italian one pulled that lad, lad down, literally grabbed hold of his neck, oh, grabbed his shirt, threw him and on yanked the floor. him to the floor. Yeah. And he didn't get a red card, he didn't get sent off, nothing. He should he have got a got... yellow card. What's that to do? Uh, the dude that stomped on the guy's knee should have been red carded. Um, yeah. the, the guy called Vetti or something like that. I just remember yes. his name because he pissed me off because he was always yes. cropping people. He only got one yep. yellow card. That motherfucker should have been off the pitch. Because he was just going yep. after everyone and disrupting the game by basically fouling people to slow the game down. Yep. Me and the wife did come to the conclusion that they all look like crackheads. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of hate to like the three guys who missed the penalties. But at the end of the day, they were playing against literally millions of people, not just one goalkeeper, one person. You've got the pressure of everyone in that stadium, you've got the pressure of everyone watching um, around. And, and it was like, you know, you're going to make mistakes. It's only natural. Yeah, yeah the, the only one that I didn't like was Marcus Rashford's. Oh, when he fucking scuffed it. I think it. he was a little bit cocky. Yeah. That's the only one that I didn't like. Uh, so for the podcast people who don't know what we're on about, on the penalty kick, he went to kick the um, the ball, stopped, the goalkeeper dived, and then he scuffed the ball into the post and out rather than in the net yeah. because he yeah. just fucked about too much. Yeah. If, if, there was, if they were going to put blame on a singular person... Like they did with Gareth Southgate, uh, back in the day, that would be the person I would blame, not because of his colour, yeah. but because he fucked about with the ball. Yeah. If he'd have just fucking he kicked was a it, bit too cocky. Yeah. If he'd have just kicked it, it wouldn't. We might have still been going, but yeah, there was three misses, um, and then those people got a lot of hate mail, which is fucking stupid, because it's only a fucking football yeah. game, people. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. It'll happen again. We've got the World Cup next year. We can lose at that again. <laughs> but like like I said Yeah, like I said, the the thing that we've got to take away from this is this is the furthest we ever got in any kind of European or world tournament since nineteen sixty six. We've been dropping out in the semis or the quarters. We've not made it this far for fucking ages. So we should take away the proud uh feeling of accomplishment that we made it to the finals. And um, Dolph, I don't know if you were on shift for that, but I was on shift. Uh, yeah, I was on all day. Yeah. Did you get a lot of people getting stressy and argy when they were leaving? Uh, no, really. It was just the regulars. Had had a couple of tearful regulars who um, expected England to win, but beyond that, we had, nothing, we had no problems whatsoever. See, our lot was fine. The people in the pub across the road, the police was there breaking up fights and all sorts. Okay. Apparently... Our town just devolved into fucking Neanderthals. We even had a guy out, and it was raining, 
and there was a guy stood around with his shirt off in the rain, being grumpy. Wallowing in mist. you gotta love that. I mean, alright, he had a six-pack and tattoos, but still, he was being a grumpy little bitch. He was like a pouty little five-year-old. Oh, my thing didn't go the way I wanted it to. I'm good to be so fucking angry. And it's like, yeah, all right. If he ever saw me in the street and heard this, he probably would punch me, but fuck it. The point is, he didn't have to act like that. He decided to act like that. I think he got arrested later on in the night for that. Because my mum lives near our pub. And she said that there was a guy walking around and gave me the same description with no shirt on and tattoos and uh, muscly. <laughs> walking around at it, fucking three o'clock in the morning. We saw him get told off by the police uh, at like quarter past eleven. So it, it, it was ridiculous. That's some dedication though. Walking around it town, is... off for four hours in the pouring rain. That's some dedication. That's like a trip to the hospital with pneumonia, boy. Yeah. It doesn't make you look big and hard. The amount of times we've had someone kick off with us at a pub and they pull the shirt off and it's like, don't pull your shirt off. And then they take your shirt off and you just sigh at them because it's like, what's the point? (laughs) We're not wanting to fight you. You're escalating this and we're telling you not to do this. It's just it's silly buggers. It's always silly buggers that we have to deal with. But we didn't have to deal with them. The police were dealing with them. We just closed up our, our doors and we just let them go. And it was great. I I actually expected it to be a lot worse than it was, which was pretty cool in the end. Um, well, yeah, um, I think if you guys are all right with the ramble, we'll get into the topics. Alright, uh, I don't even know what this one is because yeah, I, c- I couldn't find the topic related to it. Sweepstakes is uh, me. So I don't know if you do it at your place, Loz, but whenever we do a um, like a high higher priority game like World Cup or for example the Euros has just been, what we do, we have um, every team in an envelope and then they get passed around. They stay sealed until we actually know who the winner is. Yeah. So I think it's like five or ten pound for the envelope. And if your team in your envelope is the one that won the... Well, won the World Cup or won the Euros, you'd get the pot. Okay. So 32, 32 teams? So, the so it's 32 mm-hmm. teams. So the winner has to, to win 320 quid. That's pretty good. Yeah, but we also did a, a first place and a second place. Hmm. So we asked the, we asked one of the regulars to pick out a secret second place of all the um teams from all the from all the pile of envelopes, and it just so happens a one in thirty two fucking chance he picked the secret envelope as England to be second. Huh. <laughs> And you blame the manager for it being fucking rigged. He's like, she's like, hang on, no, 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 no. You're the one who put the envelope, mate. Don't pin this shit on me. <laughs> so basically, because the um, because England came second, and it was the secret choice for the second place, because because that wasn't permitted. Um, <laughs> well, now I'm on the pot. So uh, I think, hang on, someone who I can't think, I can't actually think of on the pot, but. 
they got three hundred twenty quid as far as I'm aware. Damn. No, we we don't do anything like that. We basically just do like the Grand National. That's that's probably the only thing we do. We do the Grand National once a year. Think, another it. thing we used to do, um, oh, this is going back fucking years ago. It used to be like um, every week um, for the for the Premier League, you get like a a, a faithful piece of paper. Who's playing who throughout that week, and then it's basically you guess the scores. It's apparently mm. it was a pound ago, and whoever had the most correct scores would win the pot. And that was on a weekly basis, but it, it stopped because people couldn't get their um, money in on time. So whenever he came through, the amount of sheets and then count up to the uh, amount of money in the pot. So we just we just scrapped it. Fair enough. Yeah, <coughs> it's fun while it lasted. I mean, I went a few times. Yeah. Yeah, we did something similar in our place. Um, so we've got six teams. Well, we've got six managers, so six teams. And we're each given a country, so a, a football team each. And funnily enough, the winners of our competition had Italy. Oh, very nice. Ooh. And they won £100 for the whole team in vouchers. So, don't know what they're going to do with it. But, you know, pretty good. Mm. My team came third. <laughs> we were Spain. <laughs> yeah, I can say that for us the sweepstakes is only really like horse racing, like Grand National. Um, we we don't really do football and stuff like that, just because there's really really only like two people that gives a shit in our in our crew that works at the pub, so it's not a big thing. And because we're not a really a sports pub, um. Mm. It kind of makes sense not to do one of those things, but yeah, it was a uh... yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm a little bit tired. And going on to the next topic, the reason why is I've had my second Pfizer jab yesterday as of recording this podcast. Uh, so. <clears throat> I can tell you that I'm in a, a lot better shape than before. My arm doesn't hurt. I'm my arm's above my head. Last time I did this, I was like, "Ow, fuck!" It, it's there's an ache to it, but it doesn't hurt. Um, mm-hmm. the, the muscle where they injected it in is sore still, uh, but I've kind of went the opposite way. Last time I slept a lot, didn't really move around much. This time I've been like swinging my arm wildly around when I'm not doing anything. I've drank fucking shit loads of water. Um, and I've not rested unless I've needed to go to bed sort of thing. Although I did go to bed early doors yesterday because I kind of was feeling it a little bit. Uh, but apart from that, I've, I've been fine. Um, so now I should get 5G soon. <laughs> and then targeted Windows adverts uh, directly through my eyeballs. <laughs> so you just... You've... They went fine then. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm, I'm happy. Got your microchip. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that it went easy again. Once again, the people uh, that are d- doing it, brilliant. I bumped into uh, Bob, you know, Gemma and her mate Pete. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were down uh, at, at the the theatre place where we all go and get the jabs done. They just got done theirs, and as I walked up, I went. 
you know, you didn't have to come and hold my hand. I would be fine on my own. And they like laughed it off. It's like, oh, we just had ours. Um, and it's like the last time I saw Pete was at Download a few years ago, walking around in some very, very tiny yellow shorts. Oh, he's married now. And a crown. That was it. Yeah, he got married last week. Fun. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty good, pretty easy, pretty simple. Uh, I was in and out well before my twenty-five past nine uh, time. I rocked up about ten to nine. I went, "I'm early." Does that matter? And they went, "No, no, no, it's fine." Mm-hmm. Put me in my in my queue, and I was in the queue. Queue to being sat down doing the injection was less than three minutes. The longest amount of time I had to wait was the 15 minutes mandatory sit down and wait time that they, yeah. they make you have. Um, so I did my little Snapchat, checked in that I'd had me injection on Facebook, get the good boy points for doing the good thing and do the right thing. Yep. Um, and, you know, done, done. So I'm now supposedly up to 96% uh guaranteed against covid fucking wiping me out to uh, hear and apparently the current variants are also not effective against this jab i've had so i should be okay against them too for now uh i imagine there'll be some kind of booster we'll have to have yearly coming forward um or revisions we'll have to have to keep on top of it mm-hmm. but um, yeah get it done I know there are people that are like I mean there are some people that are like I don't really want to have this because it seems like it's rushed and stuff but they've also said that if I get it I get it and I understand and I'm not going to ask for sympathy it's my choice I don't want to do it and I'm okay with people who are willing to put their hands up and say that they don't want to do the jab. But that's on them. And like one of the regulars openly admitted because I'm not gonna have this jab. Um if I get it, I get it. There's it will just ha- I'll just have to deal with it as I get to it, because I don't want the injection. Um but people who are on the shelf and are worried uh about health, definitely get it done. Just for your own like um safety more than anything but like the the like the knock-on is the more people have it done the less chance of the virus spreading around people and coming back around again yeah because you fight it off more efficiently it doesn't get chance to spread and they've literally just released like uh the delta variant symptoms list and half of it is seasonal flu or seasonal hay fever that you would get because let me find that fucking because I posted it in and Dolph had a good laugh at it just because uh, of how like silly it is Uh, symptoms such as stomach ache sore throat, headache runny nose, sneezing joint pain, generally feeling poorly, loss of appetite diarrhea uh, feeling or being sick, feeling drowsy tiredness, muscle ache if you have any of those, 
they want you to go and like book a test. <laughs> well, that's it. I've got the Delta variant. We've had the, you've had the Delta variant for about twelve years, then, Bob. Yep. I I've had a <laughs> I've had a, a version of the Delta variant since I was about nine when I got hay fever. It's it's like I said, these like symptoms. I, if if you are worried about it, get your jab. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, because it will help against that one, and. It's so, like, yeah, I, I have half those symptoms yearly because of hay fever. And I've half those symptoms on a daily basis, for God's sake. Yeah, so you, know, you, you they want you to take like this PCR test and only isolate if it's a um a positive test. This was the school that sent it out, by the way. So But that that's what I'm saying. It's like half those symptoms are seasonal symptoms related to like hay fever and people suffering with pressure change problems like every time it goes to thunder i get a fuck off headache oh yes so it's not very accurate in the way of symptoms uh i think like i said the best the best way to not get it is to be prepared against it and the best way to prepare yourself against it is to have the jab because it mentally prepares well physically prepares your body with antibodies which will help fight it off. And there was, oh, th speaking of, a guy, a guy went, um, when I was getting people to sign in and that, and they were, he was talking to me about the rules, because apparently some places don't do the rules at all, and we're like this bastion of thinking and people don't understand. So he was asking me about the rules, and I'm like, uh, yeah, you will need to wear a mask when you're indoors. And he goes, what if I've had both jabs? And it's like, well, if you've had both jabs, you still have to wear a mask. And it's like, well, what does having both jabs get me? And it's like, you're less likely to die. <laughs> Is my blunt uh, reply to him. And he's like, oh, okay then. If you've had both jabs, you're less likely to get hospitalised and face serious um, complications with it. Hmm. But I'd, I went with the blunt one. It's like, you're less likely you to die. You still may catch it with both jabs, but you're less likely to be, I don't know, 60 under with it. Yeah. yeah. You're less likely to be rushed into an ambulance into the, your local uh, emergency room or ICU while you <clears throat> fight it off with the help of the NHS or whatever medical place um, you have for it. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm happy. I've got my two done now. Um, especially with like the pubs coming back to normal. Um, although they are still suggesting in the news that you should wear your mask still indoors, even though they're saying it's not mandatory anymore. You should yeah, still wear your mask indoors. Optional. It's optional. And that's fucking yeah. stupid because optional means that no one's going to do it. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to do it until I know or until they give us the stats that 90% of the UK has been immunised. Um, I'm, I'm not comfortable. No. Well, I, think, I think we're sitting around 33 million so far double vaxxed currently. I think. Mm. And about 3 million single vaxxed. But they need to get the younguns done as well. And that's where it's hitting people now. It's the, it's the younger generation. They're the ones um, getting it. 
Yep, because yeah. we we're all fighting it off because we we've had the extra um, help with the vaccine and the kids who aren't because they weren't old enough for it and because they're healthier they're the ones getting hit with it because of course it's going to hit them now um but Maybe yeah that means they'll actually take it seriously now no nah, they won't they'll be like oh what happened to me just because it happened to me what happened to me laying in bed <laughs> it was nothing i got over it in a week <laughs> Just... Yeah, um, yeah. Just I feel like for me personally, because I work um with the little darlings. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just. I mean, I'm probably gonna get. I mean, you know, you you know what it's like, Laws, with you know your your little one, the things they bring home. I'm bound to get stuff anyway, but I just rather have that extra like barrier. Protection. See, the point is, at this point, the things that he'll bring home uh, would be, like, phone calls to their parents about safe sex and stuff at this point. <laughs> everyone still thinks he's a really young boy, my lad, but he's, he's 14 and a half. Damn. Yeah. And, and he... that half is so very important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just, you know... Just you know, don't put just don't put that on a um, on a CV. I'm 21 and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> the older you get, the less important that half gets. Because <laughs> the, the, the employer would be like, yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I still got really pissed off that time that my uh, Bob will know this. I worked in a cleaning company uh, as well as working in the bar club that we worked in together, and mm. um. The woman wouldn't pay me over 21's minimum wage until I was 22. Yep. Because I, I, she goes, I said I'm over 21. She goes, you have to be 22. And it's like, no, the national minimum wage is for 21 and over. And she goes, yes, you're not 22 yet. And I'm like, but I'm over 21 because I'm 21. It's for 21 and over. And she refused to pay me that for that entire fucking year. I wish I had it in writing that she refused to do it because I'd have made a fucking bank off it. Suing the oh, shit yeah. out of her. Yeah. But yeah. We went on a big ramble. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we never ramble, do we? No, sorry. No. Never. Bob. You're up next. What? You're up next. Oh, yeah. I thought this was quite amusing. Um, let me just open it. So, from the mirror, I believe it is. Yeah, mirror.co.uk. Um, the tag is, we honeymooned in the world's largest nudist city. Shopping, banking, and dining naked. This would be in France. so fun. <laughs> well, I, I didn't quite get that far. To see where it was. Uh, do you want me to read well, this? It's a Brazilian couple who make more than <coughs> £50,000 on OnlyFans every month have hopped across the pond to spend their honeymoon in one of the most liberal resorts in the world. The nudist couple who love stripping naked and bearing all have jetted off to the world's largest nudist city in the world for a naked honeymoon. I think it is France, yeah. yeah. The stunning seaside town of Cap d'Arge if you say it, right, on yeah. the Mediterranean coast of, in D. France, D. allows its residents 
and visitors to be completely nude in public. Whereas some holiday destinations um, have a few beaches where tourists and locals can walk around, leaving nothing to the imagination, the entire town gives people these freedoms. So, yeah, I just thought it was quite fun to go, they, they, you know, they make 50 grand a year and they decide to go on a honeymoon where they don't have to wear any clothes. It says every summer more than 50,000 tourists from around the world flo- flock to the sunny liberal town with most visitors coming from Europe, America and Canada. Jeez. I've been talking on the phone all day, so I can't, um, yeah. So apparently they work as relationship coaches and have been helping other couples navigate their relationship struggles during lockdown. They said couples should look for new experiences in their marriage and not let it cool off. Arthur and she, two minutes, Luana, make a whopping 56 grand a month on OnlyFans, sharing steamy videos and snaps of themselves. I know they said straps then. So the resort charges just over £50 for a couple to stay in the resort for a week on top of accommodation costs. And once the fee has been paid, visitors will be led through the special entrance to enter Cap Darge. I really have no idea you say. If anybody does, please feel free to correct me. Um, Arthur and Luana said, we are going to stay the seven days and enjoy our, the honeymoon and capture information for our documentary. Information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah is that right? They charge them £50 for a couple to stay in the resort for a week. That's fucking cheap. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. on top of the accommodation cost, so yeah. you pay accommodation plus an extra 50 quid on top. I- I'm sure they're not really charging much in baggage fees. No. <laughs> well, the, only, the only thing that you can't do is have public sex in the area, and there's a hefty fine of €15,000 if you're caught getting up to no good. Makes sense. So? So, if it's £50 a week... Plus, on top of accommodation costs, if you go in all inclusive, then you won't have to bring your wallet. I mean, where would you put it? <laughs> where would you put said wallet and bank? <laughs> uh, where would you put your phone? You'd have to keister everything, wouldn't you? Well, you'd have that, or you'd have Spark says bum bags is in lurk mode, by the way. Um, ah, lurker, 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 pervert. You didn't have a stranger bag. danger. If you didn't have a bag, you put the phone on vibration function somewhere. I imagine, you know those jogger arm strap things? Maybe you could put your phone in one of those. But then would that count as clothing because it's covering up a part of your body? No, I wouldn't have thought so. I think clothing defines it to cover a significant portion of your body. I think socks and shit like that are kind of exempt on that rule. Yeah, but underwear. Yeah. Not very big, but covers significant genitalia. Just wear, just wear like a, a palm leaf or palm frond. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... If there's any funny comments. There's always funny comments. <clears throat> Someone's put, um, be careful not to get trapped in one of those little wire baskets. 
Where do you keep your cash card? Uh, Dined I... naked, meat and two veg. <laughs> I, I imagine if you have big enough boobs, you could just slide a credit card underneath the little overlap where your skin and that is. You'd have a very sweaty card. I'm sure I could keep my, my cash card underneath, in, under my boob. I'm sure I could. Definitely. Yeah. What about what about a pound for the trolley? <laughs> Can you imagine just contactless that, payment? Yeah, you just slap that. your tit on the machine. <laughs> <laughs> I also did the action of like... Most people pay money for boobs like mine. Mine were free. I know. They, they are good boobs from the very little I've seen of them. And we're free and they're real. So there. Mm -hmm. I never pay nobody. But anyway, next topic. <laughs> Bob's boobs. No. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so who who's this one? Uh, Whale vomit. Yeah, that one's me. This popped up. Um, okay, let me find the article. It's from the NewYorkPost.com. That's the one. Load <clears throat> it up. Alright, thank fuck that isn't making noise. Do you want me to read this one? I've got it. <clears throat> okay, so a fishing crew working off the coast of the of Yemen landed a rare two hundred and eighty pound chunk of whale vomit. A catch valued at around one point five million dollars. Now, uh do you guys know what the proper term for whale vomit is? No. I, I thought it was caviar or something. No, that's um that's fish eggs. There, yeah. I know there is a word for it, but I can't remember what it is. Because some people uh, use it for like perfume and shit. I'm sure they do. Yes, ambergris. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna say Spark put it in the thing. A 35-person fishing crew <clears throat> captured a sperm whale's carcass while fishing in the Gulf of Aden. Due to the power scent of the fecal matter, they determined that the corpse likely contained what's known as ambergris. Uh, basically, it's a pungent, waxy substance that's produced in the intestines of a, of, the, of a whale. Ironically, it's been historically been used in perfumes as it makes contains an odorless alcohol that makes fragrances last longer. But it's so rare and therefore extremely valuable that perfumes now usually use synthetic synthetic replicas of the naturally occurring alcohol. Mm. So when the crew cut into the belly of the whale, they uncovered a big chunk of the quote-unquote floating gold. The men sold this odorous glob off to someone in the United Arab Emirates for $1.5 million. Can I just say... Are they allowed to cut up dead whales? Well, it's dead. I know, but isn't there like some kind there's, of... There's still, there's still some laws that protect um, carcasses of whales, especially in certain uh, places around the world. Hmm. I mean... Well, it's clear there wasn't one of them. No, not, it doesn't look it. The fishermen split the profits equally and donated a portion of their fortune to poor families in their community. The spoils of their values, valuable lip find lifted the crew out of the poverty with several crew members purchasing new homes, cars and boats. Oh, Yemen... see, that's nice. Yemen is one of the poorest countries in the world due to years of conflict and many families survived through the fishing industry. It's an unimaginable price. We are all poor. We, are... we never expected this thing would give us such a huge amount. <clears throat> See, I like it when that happens, and people people who find something or win shit tons of money actually 
give it back to the community that they come from. Uh, yes. That's nice. The wax assessments usually sells up to 50 grand per kilo. Jesus. Oh. Um, I'm going to say ambergris is used as a spice in medicines and potions. It is now illegal in the US, although whales are not typically harmed in the collection of regurgitation. Regurgitation words. Uh, the flammable substance is outlawed because uh, it is produced by an endangered species, according to National Geographic. Uh, the, ma- the magazine noted that although scientists have not determined the exact origins of ambergris, it is thought that it develops when sperm whale eats irritants such as uh, a beak and a beak and uh, produce slippery substances to protect its, protect its digestive organs from the offending particles. Hmm. Uh, this treasure of the sea is most commonly found by happenstance. In January, a £15 piece of ambergris worth an estimate of 230 grand floated to shore in Thailand. Fucking hell. Could you imagine if you had that? Right. I don't know what to do. Well, I'd buy I mean, a house. 230 grand will set me back for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, if we got the the big chunk of whale vomit, though, it would have been like, hey, Spartans in Pajamas Village. It's paid for. Oh, yeah. We just got to move in. (laughs) Done and dusted, and we still have enough to do um, pub refurb. Yeah, pub Mm -hmm. refurb, uh, get stock in at the local shop, probably talk to local uh, internet companies to fucking wire us all in. Have an yeah. animal shelter. Yeah. Mastery, get me some decent Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of guinea pigs. Yeah. I love guinea pigs. I want guinea pigs. So, um, the next one that um, we put... I believe this is your one, I think. Yeah, it is mine. So... Uh, as you know, as you know over the sorry, sorry as you know over the uh, past like year or so with COVID and everything, the production of graphics cards and RAM and shit has been significantly slowed due to micro microchip production, uh, basically being produced by a skeleton crew of its actual factory workers. <clears throat> the U.S. government have pledged. Uh, how much did they say they were going to do? Fifty-two billion um, dollars to help, uh, like ease the chip shortage. So, basically, make it so that when they can have staff again, they have lots of staff. So, hopefully, graphics cards, RAM, uh, Xbox Series consoles will either come back into production or the prices will drop because they're coming back into production. Um, Because I know a lot of people are still struggling to get those consoles and stuff like that after... Well, it's been out nearly a year now, the Xbox Series X, and I sniped a console purely by luck on day one. Someone cancelled theirs on day one and I got it. Um, But, like, Spark has been trying to get one since his birthday... Um, before that, actually, and I've been keeping my eyes open, but no luck. Yeah, and I will just say when I asked you when you said chips. Now that you've actually said this, I was like, 
that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. When you said microchips, like, I was like, McCain ran out of potatoes. No, I've got like tw- I've got twelve boxes of fucking McCain microchips in my freezer right now. No, this is not like the flake thing where flakes are in like high demand and flakes low. Flakes are an endangered production. species. When you said chips, as Tasty. in micro, I was like, oh, it was like, oh, microchips is in the the shit you stick in the microwave for three and a half minutes. So I was like. Hmm. Now you said, oh, the microchips is in computer tech. I was like, that actually makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if there's a, if there's a, if there's a massive fucking potato shortage, just go to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, oh, something else Little. for the like the next um, little more thing. The, um, <laughs> I need to find where the fuck I put that now. But there was literally... And in America, there is a finance company. <laughs> I got it. This is what I was laughing at. Yes, a blue link. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a finance um, liquidity firm, I believe, called Nonce Finance. Yeah, they didn't look up what nonce meant <laughs> because here in the UK, yeah, nonce not. means pedophile. Or kitty fiddler, if you want to be um, very uh, direct with your meaning. So yeah, calling somebody a nonce is not a great uh, word. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so they've got this fucking company called Nonce Finance, and I don't think that's going to do well outside the US. Mm-mm. Definitely not do well here in the UK. They'll have to rebrand. Uh, yeah, it's just a little quick one about how fucking crazy shit is. Uh, it's like there's a, a freight company called Fucker as well. <laughs> Although it's got the little dots above the U, so it's probably Fucker. Or, or Fuka, I suppose. Yeah. It's like you want a truck, get a Fucker. Uh, yeah, nonce finance, lol. What the fuck? Um... Next one, I don't even know why this is a thing, and it better be a horror film. And I don't know what this is because Jazzy posted it, and Jazzy's unavailable. Uh, yeah, I, did, I, I looked at the trailer, and uh, it's I it's, uh, it's like a horror film or a comedy. It, it's it's neither. It's uh, you know when you well. Do you know when you... It's basically... You know the internet... <clears throat> or someone who is a Karen, basically. Who complains about fucking everything. They want to see your manager right now because you weren't able to do the thing that you can't do it's for them. Not, it's not so much a horror. From the, from the trailer, I believe, this quote-unquote Karen moves into this neighbourhood and she doesn't like... Um, she doesn't like black people. That they shouldn't be in quote-unquote her neighbourhood. So, from what I've from what I watched in the trailer, I it's, it's very fucking cringe. So basically, she's gone into uh, black people's trash, and basically, she's been putting like, well, she's been putting stuff in the bins like Confederate flags, you know, other things that can be. How did this movie get made? I don't know, but she's she put other things in the trash, like things that could be, you know. Deemed 
hostile towards the American people. This is it sounds very fucking offensive. This then film. She, then she phones the then she phones nine one one saying, "Oh, this person has been doing this, this, and this." The police come round and find all the evidence that she says they had because she put it there the night before. So it's it's very fucking cringe. It's from what I've seen mm. of, the, of the trailer. I honestly don't think this is going to do very well in box office. It's gonna, it's gonna get ripped apart, and only the minority that <clears throat> are probably in line with the thoughts of the main character will probably go and watch it. It's, a, it's from what I can guarantee. From what I can, from what I've, like I said, seen seen the trailer. It is a very well. Don't know how to say it. It seems like a very eye-opening racist film. It's I, I honestly I honestly don't know how to describe it. It's it's just just this one woman is, is a severe racist, and she's basically manipulates she manipulates the American police force to see her way, saying, "Oh, they've done this, this, and this." Well, well, the little pl- plot is basically plotting evidence on her black neighbours to to the police to get them arrested or moved out of her, out of her neighbourhood. Well, the, what do you call it? The, um, it says here, the synopsis is, a racist woman takes it as a personal mission to displace the new black family that has moved into the neighbourhood. They won't back down without a fight. But yeah, this sounds like a really fucked up film. Hmm. I... I really wish Jazzy was here to talk about this because I imagine she is very got some very strong words against this film and I oh, wouldn't definitely. blame her. I would not fucking blame her in this. This is a fucked up film by the sounds of it. Just why? Why did that come out? It's like the uh I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of like a film that would be this offensive deliberately but I'm struggling. <laughs> this just it's feels fair. deliberately I, I offensive. There's many films out there that can be as offensive as this one. Hmm. And honestly, we all know what a Karen is due to the internet um, terminology. But this movie? Well, apparently the main character is called Karen as well. Yes. Just... I honestly don't see the film doing well in the box office. To be fair, if it does, I'll be fucking shocked. Mm. Very. If it doesn't, I'll I'll be like, why are you fucking surprised it didn't? <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things where it will be shown to people about how fucking bad racism is, uh, and it's like this is what you shouldn't do. This is somebody who has very negative feelings about people uh, and how they look. And is willing to act on those things rather than talk to someone or, you know, get help in dealing with problems like that. Because at the end of the day, a racist person is an uninformed person. They are not getting the information they need to make a uh, an opinion about somebody. They are going on skin color alone. And they need to be educated and probably given some kind of therapy in to how to deal uh, with past skin or racial uh, or religion. 
Because I, I, I think it's fucking horrible that people can be like that. <clears throat> and didn't, didn't Amazon come under fire a while back about um, one of their films called Cuties? If I remember correctly. Uh, potentially. No, ba- ba- basically, it was a documentary, quote unquote, about the sexual ex- exploitation of children. And basically, they done a documentary demonstrating the sexual exploitation of children. They got under a lot, a lot of fucking fire for it. Hmm. Don't know. I've not heard of that. I know there was one. I don't think it was like sexual exploitation. I think it was, you know, like the glamour model pageant things that they do in America. It was kind of like explaining and showing like the the bad side of that and how it can turn into um, nefarious like things in the background, uh, and also pushy mothers forcing their children to do pageants and stuff when they don't really want to um i think that was like more the topic but then of course there was the the background uh <laughs> pedophilia part of it as well where people were then selling oh, it actually wasn't amazon it was netflix do make a pardon but yeah that's, none of this feels right none of this is right i know history is meant to be shown and like racism and stuff like that is meant to be shown to be shown not to do it. But making a film nowadays about it seems wrong to begin with. We should just stick with the old teachings and not make anything new to do with that. Because, I mean, it was 60 years ago when people were still being actively racist towards people. And it was common. A normal, normal question mark, quotation marks, um, back then. And even then, it wasn't right. And people knew it wasn't right. There were people that stood up against it. Um, so, for them to, 60 years later, bring out a film that is actively showing racist themes and uh, actively putting that kind of imagery out there, I don't think that should be a thing. No. Um, Unless it's written and directed by a person who um, actively is on the other side of that and they're showing how bad it is. Uh, But even then... It's still a no-no. Yeah. I don't know. Everything seems just... I don't know. It it feels like the wrong people will take it as glamorizing racism. Um, but I, I imagine there'll be protests about this. I'm rightly so. Oh, oh definitely. No. Two seconds. Let's see what the um like-dislike ratio is on YouTube. Quickly. Make sure my phone's muted. But yeah, not, yeah. not a good thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of dislikes, I imagine. 10,000 likes, 55,000 dislikes. Ooh. It's, yeah. 
uh, one of the top comments. This this movie looks like it was made by someone whose entire personality is just constructed by Twitter repost. Not not a thing. Like I said, in in the days gone, if this came out seventy years ago, it I don't know. It, it would have still been a oh that's a bit wrong, but it would have made it. The cinema. Yeah, yeah that, that like to dislike ratio would have been a lot different. Uh, but like I said, bringing it out now is is just <coughs> it's fucking weird. History teaches you not to do the things that were wrong. Yeah, but the problem with history it has a very, very uncanny ability to keep repeating itself. Mm. And we don't learn from it. Problem with history. Yeah. Um, Let's get off this topic. Um, yeah. Let's, let's segue into the next one. Um, I think Dragon posted this one. I've had a little look into it. Mm-hmm. I've not looked at it at all. I, I just figured um, somebody would. Okay, let me just find the link. Oh, it's a YouTube video. So this is okay. called Phase Clan Crypto Scandal. So basically, the the Phase Clan, if you remember Jarvis from Fortnite fucking cheating and getting fucking banned permanently for life because he was cheating and he fucking streamed it like a dick. Because he is a dick. Uh, well, yeah. So basically, they basically started up this currency for I think it was called Coins for Kids, like a cryptocurrency. And they and they hyped it up so much that they got people interested in it. And as the price of the cryptocurrency went up, a few of the members of the Phase Clan actually okay. sold their stock. I have f- I found um, <clears throat> from NME.com. Phase Clan drops one member suspends three after alleged cryptocurrency scam. Yeah, as a pump and dump scam. Basically, mm. uh, esports organization Phase Clan has kicked out. Uh, one member had suspended three more after a cryptocurrency push. Uh, the members were involved uh, in as a labeled as a scam. <clears throat> Face Clan has released a statement on Twitter announcing that uh, they have made the decision to remove uh, Fraser K. Kahitri from Face Clan and suspended Face Jarvis, surprise, surprise, uh, Nikan, and Jacob. Until further notice. <clears throat> the four members of FaZe Clan, uh, K, Jarvis, and Nikan, and Tico, were involved in launching cryptocurrency called Save the Kids, which released in June. The currency was an alternative to the like of Doge, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. Uh, the difference with Save the Kids is that a percentage of it was to go to charity. Uh, the members of FaZe Clan involved have been promoting the coin to their fan base, who purchased the coin, uh... Then those who found who the ah, fuck my life. Those who purchased the coin found themselves losing lots of money as the value plummeted. This occurs when investors sell their tokens as soon as they gain value. This mass cash out led to uh, uh, what is referred to as pumping and dumping. There are probably guys in the, the world that are nodding their head and know exactly what that term means. <clears throat> and yeah, leaves. No, 
a well-known figure to hype up a certain thing to get more people interested in it. And then once it reaches a high point, they then sell, then crashing the price. Yeah, uh, it says leaves new investors caught out with the considerable losses. <clears throat> there is uncertainty about FaZe's involvement and questions are being asked if the members involved had used their fame to promote the coin just for financial gain. Many are upset uh, that the brand put forward a bad investment to their fans, costing them some serious sums of money. In their statement, FaZe adds that FaZe Clan has absolutely no involvement with our members' activity in the cryptocurrency space and we strongly condemn their recent behaviour. <laughs> The trust and respect of our fans has and always will be our number one priority. <clears throat> um, YK was moved from phase and the only three were suspended uh, remains unclear. Um, K took to Twitter defending himself saying he had no in ill intent promoting any crypto altcoins. I honestly and naively thought we were we all had a chance to win, which just isn't the case. I didn't vet any of this with my team at FaZe, and I know I should have done. <clears throat> in other news, crypto miners have been busy buying graphic cards in bulk, which has driven the fucking prices up again. Bastards. Yeah. So, fucking FaZe Jarvis, he's the cuntbag who was uh, banned permanently from fucking uh, Fortnite. Yeah, because he used a, um, an aimbot program in a Fortnite game and he streamed it. Mm -hmm. And this is what annoys me is... Some Epic Games logged into the stream and saw what he was doing. I've gone, yeah, is a fucking ban. <clears throat> but, like... Afterwards. And he's still in their team, which is annoying because I, I feel like the only reason he's in the team is because of the money they've made off him for this. And that's probably why he got suspended with the other three, and this one guy got dropped completely? Because he wasn't a high-profile figure, he? Yeah, he wasn't a high-ranking member of FaZe or whatever. <clears throat> I, I imagine that fucking poor old FaZe Jev, who just does YouTube and gets angry at things and is part of FaZe Clan, who's actually quite a good sniper in Call of Duty, but is mostly just there for rage these days, is probably not happy with this at all. Have you put your phone on charge or something, Bob? No. You've just gone really like Hi. loud all of a sudden. Like buzzy. There we go, we stopped now. No. I don't know what that was just then, but. Sound almost like a tap was running. Nah. I was on the sofa, playing mm. with Bud. I don't know then. But um, yeah, so this crypto coin thing, I, I, I mean, yeah, it sounds like a scam, like fucking full on scam. If you look at, like, how it was speaking of scams <laughs> mm. so yeah ea fucking hell <sighs> fifa oh, by, by, by the way by the way i need to do it i haven't done it in a while <clears throat> me 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 fuck ea so <laughs> let's get into this shit <clears throat> so fifa 22 don't FIFA 2022 if you actually want to use the date and not be a fucking mer guy. Um, it's coming out later on this year, and holy shit, there, there, we have three, we have three topics, not two, we have three topics about this. The first one, 
Uh, FIFA on Steam is limited to one machine install. So if you buy it on Steam and you install it, you can't reinstall it on another machine should you have a, a catastrophic failure of that machine. You'd have to rebuy the game. That's hardly fair. There's also reports that you change your BIOS or you change like parts. Yeah. They say, actually, no, different machine. You can't play it. Give me my bitch. Yep. Also, if you have it on consoles, you have to buy the Ultimate Team Bundle at £80 to get the Series X, PlayStation 5, Series S version. If you buy the normal version, there is no upgrade thing like they did last time. You have to have the um, Ultimate Team version to get the upgraded versions for the next gen. So they've paywalled the fuck out of next gen uh, as well. So, oof, yeah, that's two for two. Then the third one, and holy shit, this one's the funniest one. FIFA 2022 on Switch is FIFA 19 with updated roster and updated fucking stadiums. That is all they're doing with it on the Switch. Again! Control. And I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Because I nearly picked up FIFA 19 and FIFA 20 just for the laugh. And just be like, I've bought the same game twice, even though people are like, but that's two different games. But no, it isn't. That's not. Nope. They've nope. just changed the number. They've just changed, they literally just changed the number, changed where characters belong in which teams, and updated the shirts. Here you go. It's the same engine from fucking three years ago. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't forget, we did touch on last podcast that they actually got hacked and had their um, source code started for FIFA as well. So, how long until someone actually just hacks the game and puts all their team up to like max 100 stats? Shall so I tell you what the, the Robin Hood, Chad Robin Hood would do? <clears throat> would be to literally hack FIFA and just give everyone all the players <laughs> out of Ultimate Team day one. Every account gets this fucking. Uh, all the top players from the Ultimate Team, less than 1% fucking bullshit card packs. That would fuck EA so good. And put an end to this bullshit. But, um, yeah. So, IGN will probably do a copy-paste fucking review again for the... Th- for the third year of them releasing the same game with different things and they literally did it last year they went because this is literally changed so little we're going to give you the same review that we did last time and then give it like a one out of ten because they just said it's the same fucking game you bought last year don't buy this game and they'll do it again and it'll be brilliant and i'll love reading the little just shit-eating grin comment they'll put before they copy and paste the last year's. In fact, no, they'll not copy and paste last year's. They'll copy and paste FIFA 19's fucker on there. And if they've got if they've got any balls, they'll do FIFA 19, FIFA 20, FIFA 21. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't FIFA 19. It was FIFA 20 that was the first engine that they reused, wasn't it? I believe so. 
20, 21, 22. Yeah, so three years. Um, so I imagine that's how it'll go. They'll literally just go, here we go. Here's your three fucking copy-pasted reviews from each of each fucking version from FIFA 2021 and 22. And it'll be great. And I'll love it. And then, and they'll give it like a 1 out of 10 again. And EA will be like, I don't understand what, what we're doing wrong. Because at this point, FIFA shouldn't be a numbered series. FIFA should be kind of like how Destiny is or something like that. Release a very robust base game and then charge you for roster updates and uh, like stadium packs. And kind of, you could kind of make it mandatory as well. If you wanted to be scummy and still be EA, which is going to be scummy, you could have it that you couldn't play online unless you updated your packs to the newest rosters. <clears throat> they're gonna do it they're gonna do it all right I'm, I'm not giving them ideas they're not listening to this <clears throat> if they are How do you know? remake dead space properly fuck faces don't fuck me with dead space 3 kind of fucking thing yeah i didn't enjoy the dead space. <clears throat> fucking put mtx and that just to fucking make it a bit less grinding do you know what really fucked me off about dead space 3 as well the God. fucking true ending was DLC. Yep. So, as far as I'm aware, Dead Space 3 ends with Isaac Clarke and I forgot his fucking name dying on a moon somewhere. <clears throat> with Ellie escaping back to Earth. Now, if I buy the DLC, that might be different. That might not be the ending. And I know it isn't the ending, but I refuse to buy the fucking DLC because that should have been in the base bastard game. <sighs> Fuck EA. <sighs> but yeah, speaking about Nintendo Switch versions of games, uh, Nintendo are releasing a refresh of their base Switch model with a 7-inch uh, OLED screen in it. It will do exactly the same as your current Switch. Um... But you'll have an OLED screen in it. The dock is different. It's got a built-in Ethernet port, which is great because I can then unplug the Ethernet adapter thing that I've got plugged into a USB port and just plug it in the fucking thing. Um, it's not the Switch Pro. Uh, that apparently is still coming. This this 4K beast thing. But I did say that when they released information on the new Switch console that's coming out, it wouldn't be 4K. It wouldn't do any bells and whistles fancy. And I fucking nailed it pretty much. Um, but the the fact that there is a 4K switch coming in the next couple of years uh, kind of makes sense. And this revision to the base models um, is good. Apparently you'll still get like five hours if you're playing Breath of the Wild. <clears throat> On this OLED screen, and the fact that it'd just be the visuals will be crisper, so it'll look nicer. Um, I I'm tempted to get one. The three hundred and ten pounds UK money, three hundred and fifty US freedom dollars. Um, so that's not a bad price point considering the base model at the moment is two hundred and seventy nine pounds or three hundred dollars. So I think that's not bad. You're paying 
40 extra pounds for OLED screen, and OLED fucking screens are decent. So, I I might have to save up and get one of those. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I need to piss really bad, and I kind of want to get into this last topic as well. Um, fuck, so I, I'm going to go pee. You guys start this um, thing about Sony, and then yeah. I shall be back as quickly as I can. Right, okay, go. so, <laughs> so apparently Sony are facing mass protests from indie developers. Some of you are stating that it's far easier to get their games featured on Nintendo and Xbox than it is on PlayStation. So the article I've pulled up is from IGN.com. And basically, after, after a consideration which is seemingly abandoned indies in the face of the overwhelming success of PlayStation 4, it appears that Sony's struggle to court small developers is far from over. A group of indie publishers have taken to Twitter this week to express their frustrations with the console giant, pointing out issues like its lack of communications, frustrating bureaucracy, issues with discoverability, and severe limitations on when and how games could be put on sale. Uh, the conversation was kicked off by Neon Doctrine co-founder Ian Garner, who wrote a Twitter thread criticising quote-unquote Platform X, which he said was a very successful console and does not have Game Pass. So mm. find the uh, Twitter thread. Who do we know that is a very successful console that doesn't have a Game Pass? Hmm. Mm. There's Nintendo Switch, but they're successful though. <laughs> Even yeah. Though. Okay, so I'm gonna read uh, the Twitter post from one of the developers who basically was venting. And basically, he's, he said the following. Okay, I am mad enough to burn some bridges, because honestly, what's the point of a bridge that I am not allowed to cross? So here's a thread about Platform X. I will not be defining Platform X, but is the operator of a very successful console and does not have Game Pass. Platform X gives developers no ability to manage their games. In order to get free promotion, you must jump through hoops, beg and plead for any level of promotion. And a blog is not as good as I think it is. If Platform X does not like your game, no fanfare, no feature, no love. There's nothing you can do to fix this. Wish lists have no effect, so all your personal marketing means nothing to Platform X. All that matters is their evaluation. How is evaluation, evaluation done? Done. They don't share it, nor will they share the value they ascribe to my game. So before you launch, you need to, one, develop the game for Platform X. Two, get through their incredibly difficult Lot check spread over three generations of backend software. Three, submit a Platform X specific trailer. Four, write a Platform X blog. Which five, submit multiple forms of for social media. Oh, and for three and four, you need to go through an account manager. When asked how to get one, you were told, "I'm not sure." They are signed by resources, and as of, as we now know, there's no way to know what resource level you have been assigned. By the way. You can't even do a launch discount without their approval. It is very limited. That's right. You can't do the thing that every other platform does, meaning the platform X owners will always get the worst deal. Hmm. Uh, oh, but don't worry. There's a way to guarantee you get featured. All you need to do is spend a very reasonable minimum of 25,000 US dollars to get featured. Oh, and then there's 30% of your subsequent bargain. Now, when your game is on the platform, likely without any support from Platform X, you may think, 
no problem. I can see you got discounts on Platform X versus Steam and others. Ah, uh -uh, wrong. Discounts are invite only, and invites are also very limited. It's been literal years since we could put our title on discount, and I spoke to some other very popular devs today, and they have had the same experience. So even if your game does well at launch and thrives on other platforms, you may still never be invited? Why? In conclusion, Platform X is super successful and awesome hardware, but their backend and process is straight out of the early 2000s. I have no idea how to succeed on this platform, and they won't tell me. Even if I do succeed, they may screw me over anyway. So for any gamers who have wandered in here, next time you're unhappy about your game, never been discounted on Platform X, or a game you want not launching on Platform X, please go and complain to Platform X. I am going to want my dog and calm the fuck down. I might have more thoughts later. I hope not. <coughs> please bear in mind, I am an English-speaking British guy who can travel the world, attend showcases, shake hands, and meet with power in these situations. If this is my experience, imagine what it's like for someone who without a level of privilege. Hmm. So I came in halfway through, but Platform X is Sony, right? <laughs> well, well the it doesn't specifically say. It's just a successful platform that does not have a Game Pass. Oh, mind you, Nintendo doesn't have a Game Pass either. No, but they do Nintendo Online. Yeah, but Sony has uh, PlayStation Now, which is kind of like a Game Pass kind of thing, but it only does like uh, last-gen stuff. It doesn't but do then Nintendo new. also has a lot of indie games on there already. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has a shitload of indie games on there. I mean, exactly. every time there's a sale on, I'm like, sort by the highest, work my way down to find the games I actually want to fucking play. Yeah. So, yeah, looking. So, yeah, looking at the. Because I came in around. When I came back in, you were talking about how there was a checklist of things that you had to do mm -hmm. and then pay money on top, which was just like, okay, fuck that. Yeah. So, so you've got to jump through all these hoops and then give us 25 grand. Yeah. No. I don't think so. Yeah, that that sounds like Sony because they make some shit fucking things. Um, fucking one of the YouTubers that I watch, he got hold of a PS Five. He's an Xbox guy primarily, <clears throat> and he put a tweet out, and it was him getting really pissed off because it wouldn't do basic things like run on his com on his TV. It was flickering and then turned itself off. Um, he had a external hard drive. Uh, he, he got annoyed that he couldn't put his PS5 games on there and run them off the hard drive, which you can't on the Xbox. <laughs> but um, they were like, oh yeah, you'd have to transfer it to there and then transfer it back to play it. And then they put, this is quick, usually quicker than downloading it again. Like, smug cunts. That's in their actual fucking like, help thing about setting up an external uh, hard drive. And then, then he formatted this hard drive and it wouldn't accept it to the fucking PlayStation 5. So he was just like, what, what the fuck am I meant to do? <clears throat> Let me see if I can find that tweet, actually, because I can, I can read you the, the shit that <laughs> it actually had on there. Uh, so it's here. Uh, so... 
a use USB drive formatted to it as a USB extended storage and move your games there to free up space on console. <clears throat> to play PS5 games that are in USB extended storage, copy them back to the console storage from your game library. Copying games from the USB storage is faster than reinstalling games. Sarcastic cunts. <laughs> you can install PS4 games to the USB extended storage and play them directly from there, which you can on Xbox, so yeah, okay. And you can... <clears throat> you cannot play the Xbox Series X versions of the games on um, hard drives that are like extended ones. Although I'm running the Master Chief Collection, which was Series X, and I downloaded it. I moved it over to a SSD external, and I can still play that off there fine. It just doesn't use the S and X optimizations, which is not a bad, uh, not a big problem really. Whereas they're saying that in this way, it wouldn't work at all. <coughs> that you wouldn't be able to use uh, that version. You'd have to download the like the PS4 version or something like that. <coughs> um, but yeah, I found it. yeah, and then uh, like this next thing was, uh, you can't format this USB drive as USB extended storage. Use a USB drive that satisfies the following conditions. Supports super fast USB or faster. Capacity of 250GB minimum and 8TB maximum. Uh, directly connected to your PS5. So he's been like trying to get this shit to work. And he's just really pissed off. <clears throat> and he's like saying that it, literally this PS5 has compatibility issues and he doesn't know why. And he doesn't understand why it has these problems. So go on then. said they'll make you spend more money. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you've got to buy and the buy PlayStation Verified ones. by them, yeah. Yeah, PlayStation so, fucking license. Like. Well, I imagine that's how it's going to be for, you know, the external slots that are in the in there? Yeah, mm. so only approved storage only. Yeah, it's like, oh, Sony licensed storage. Can't put any old one in there, even though this one would work. It probably like, like friend of pound for a terabyte or Sony at this rate to be fair it's just fucking crazy proficient sergeant plumber without a wrench uh, Gabe Newell <laughs> Nolan North uh, totally hypothetical definitely not real revenue breakdown well Nolan North though would be wouldn't that count as PlayStation Yep. So, efficient sergeant would be <coughs> Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. <coughs> Halo. Yeah. Plumber with the wrenches. Oh, I get it now. Oh, yeah. yeah, Mario. I was, I was looking at it backwards. I was thinking that <coughs> the revenue um, was the other way around. I thought this was how much they were taxing per game sort of thing, and it's not. This is how much money they're making per game on these I'm platforms. Assuming Gabe would be, I'm assuming Gabe would be Steam, Steam. I think. Yeah. yeah. And So that pie chart shows that it's making less money than Steam. Yeah, and Steam are being real stingy fucks by the look of that. Hmm. And the fact that he's had to call it a total hypothetical, not real uh, breakdown, is so he doesn't get his arse sued. 
because he will get yeah. his ass sued from this. But he's also speaking truth. Yeah. Um, so if it was Sony, probably is. Uh, it just it I I still don't understand why people fucking kiss it kiss that company's ass still after all that's uh, been going on with them. Their shitty practices, their baitering of everything, their turning things off because they don't like how it's been done. I'm looking at you, Borderlands 3, and your crossplay. We can play PC and console on Xbox and Steam. We can play with Steam users on uh, PC and Xbox and Windows 10. Uh, but can you play with PlayStation users? Mm-mm-mm. Nope. We can still play with Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, well, I mean, if yeah. Borderlands Three ever comes out on Nintendo Switch, yes, yes, you would be able to. I mean, more more specifically along the lines of like Minecraft. Uh, I think PlayStation Five does now uh, sus- uh, support that. Words are hard. Uh, support that, but it's been like fucking a year after the crossplay update came out first for uh, Windows. Uh, it's, it's because and because devs and their games are not willing to put putting up the cash to allow it, so it's kind of like okay, no, fuck you then. I think it's just the fact that no. we're the market leaders. We're the not going to fucking do this. The way I see it is, oh, you've got a friend, you've got a friend on PlayStation who plays X game, but your other friends are on console. Okay, so if they want to play crossplay with a friend over there. They then buy the game their friends got on the other console. You get a portion of the uh, you get a portion of the of the sale. Boom, you get money, and the developer gets a game sold. Hmm. But Sony's like, mm, yeah, you want to play with your friend on another console? You the developer has to give us money. I'm sorry, but that's how our business model model works. I it just. I, it... It's the shitty model. Yeah. It's the we took a leaf out of EA model. Pretty much. Except it's not copy paste from FIFA. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same copy paste practices, isn't it? Oh, we've got to do it in beta. We've got to see if it's right for the Sony community. Uh, and meanwhile, Xbox and, Mag- and Nintendo have already gone, fuck it. It works. Push it out. Enjoy. <laughs> and literally it's just them dragging their heels and going we, we're the biggest game in town and we don't want to fucking put our ball in your ballpark <clears throat> and then sales that grow that mean picture you see around with, um, you know, you've got that swimming pool you've got a, an adult holding a, a child out of the water and then you've got one kid bare his head barely by the water that's Sony by now Yeah, every other platform getting cross playing Sony like I said, this is old Japanese uh, business practices. They are very corporate and ruthless. And if they're on top, they want to stay on top. They'll do anything they can. <clears throat> Whereas Microsoft cleverly did the marketing thing of, hey, we'll listen to our fucking customers and actually do our best to support them. And if we can't support work. them, we'll tell you why we can't. And it's working. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, PlayStation won the battle, but they've not won this war. No. 
and the way they're doing it at the moment they are going to be found with a gunshot wound to the top of their head in some bunker somewhere still believing they'd won uh but right i think we should wrap this up this is a, a very short podcast we've got an hour and 20 minutes i think we only got another two or three um <laughs> topics from last week to fair. Hmm. i mean not, not a lot of shit's happened really but no I mean, not really stuff, stuff, some stuff went down with the euros but you know i'm not really a, a sports fanatic so i don't really add those in yeah or well, we just like talk shit about it already at the beginning of this thing anyway so yeah. that's why i put down as a pre-ramble yeah yeah so uh do you want to do the outro dolls uh i'll tell you what i'll do why not the let one of the one of the ladies do it oh. not me <laughs> how can they how can they reach us which medias can they reach us on since you've been signing for the last hour, so you get your time to touch the shine and talk now. So can, um... How can I reach me? You don't know, do you? Dolphin! No, Dolphin! <laughs> Not even fucking close. <laughs> shall, shall, shall I take over? No, no. How can I reach me? <laughs> Say my name! <laughs> I know how can it, you can reach me. Fucking hell, you've got So, Stardust 2118? Yeah. Okay. And me? Third time lucky? Yes. <laughs> dolphin Rapture? No, Dolphin Rapture. At Dolphin Rapture. Yep, on Twitter. On Twitter. What kind of questions do I take? So nothing political, no, nothing, nothing race, nothing, nothing, nothing racist. Um, and nothing... Political. Yeah, and one more. Racist, political... Kids of are. Religious. Here we go. Don't be a. You fucking got that, didn't you? Don't be a nonce. Wow! Nonce is probably the wrong terminology to use in that case. Yeah, yeah. How will they reach Loz? For the, um. Look for the cowboy hat. That's his picture, but we'll let his um, hand off his name. Lozdean1985. Hey! <laughs> That'd probably be where, where you can find it. Yeah, where you can find it. You're still waiting for a comment on Pornhub, so... I know. I know. I keep checking. Every day. You might not know this one. How can I reach Bob? I'd be very impressed if you do. Well, Star, you can do it. You can do it. I'm bad on the last bit, but I think I'm going to... Rachie underscore Coop. Hey! I think nice. I, I know that bit. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Hey! hey. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, adding on, 
uh, if you're listening to us on the Anchor app, you can leave us a lovely saucy saucy message if you wish to. We can listen to it and play it back live, but not live, in the next podcast, and we can hear your dulcet tones with the question you may ask us. Yep. It's not just text we can get if you use the Anchor app, it's voice. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, just to recap the handles, uh, at Dolphin Rapture, at Stardust2118, at RageCoop, and at LosG985. Uh, if you find those people online, most likely they'll be us. Uh, hashtag SIP Podcast for questions. Uh, if you're leaving a voicemail, we know it's a, we know it's going to be a question probably. Or if you just want to give us some feedback via a, a thing, just let us know. Hey, this is for the podcast, or this isn't for the podcast. Then leave a second of space. Then do your message, and then I can cue it up and play the the bit where it's the question or not. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening to episode <coughs> of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast. It was eighty three. <laughs> I forgot for a second, so I, I did the uh <clears throat> the old ash a brain fart. I did the ash re- doing the mystic words. Mm. Uh so yeah, episode eighty three of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast. Um We'll be back hopefully in two weeks. If not, it will be three because I mean, we delayed it a week and we only had an hour and 30 minutes because I'm rambling uh, of content this time. And we want to give you at least an hour minimum um, of content to listen to because I know some people might listen to this on the way to work. Some people might listen to this while they're in the gym. God, why are you listening to us while we're in the gym? Why? <laughs> why are you in the gym? Why are you in the gym? Yeah, that's a more big Why are you in the gym? Yeah, or you stuck in California traffic because apparently that is fucking horrific. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. This is a shorter one. We do apologize for the shortness of it. We'll try and get some more shit for next time. Um, but it'll be two or three weeks going forward, depending on uh, abilities and whatever shit comes up. I'm sure. Availability and content, basically. Yeah. But now that the pubs are going back to normal, I think me and Dolph are going to have some perlers. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, the nineteenth rolls around, definitely. Mm-hmm. But all right. Um. Yeah. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye.